Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to SpinFL. What's up, y'all? It's Jonathan Rollins. Excuse me, sorry. And uh, we're two Americans living in Sweden talking about football. Mm-hmm. We're coming to you today from AMK Studios. Yeah. Uh, this one is not being filmed because uh, I am completely unprepared. We uh, Skiff wanted to get out the house. And uh, I'm like, why not? Yeah, it's really more here. my fault. I sort of just called very spontaneously. I realized that spontaneity is kind of uh, foreign to <laughs> Swedish people. Um, but we Americans, we... We're known we're for it. We're down with it. Yeah, we're known we for it. We will bomb you unannounced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how we roll. I'm just kidding. I don't mean to make fun of Sweden. I'm sorry. I love you guys. Yeah. <clears throat> Especially uh, now that we have this group. How fucking fuck can we start off by yes. talking about that? Now, so we'll I didn't... start off with, uh, we'll call this section, Svenafel Pod Facebook Group uh, Appreciation. Honestly, I segment. didn't... Um, <laughs> you know, you we yeah, you started this thing. I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. But it... I, I got to say, it's super fun. I love that you guys are, are starting to, like, go off and write shit and people yeah. are dumping all kinds of funny. It's really, I, it's in, I think it's sort of upped the level of interaction. Yes, I think if you, uh, if you listen way. to this and you have Facebook, because some people are like, fuck Facebook. If you have Facebook and you listen to Svenafel, then uh, I think you should be in the Svenafel pod Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people are dropping their origin stories in there. We'll go yep. through one today. Uh, people are uh, rooting for their team. I like the gifts because I said rep your team here yeah. on one of the posts, and people are putting gifts of their team. I didn't know we had a, a Browns fan. I misspoke before I said we had Browns, but I meant Ravens. Right. Uh, so now it's confirmed we have a Browns fan listening. Nice. And uh, if we haven't named your team yet, then you know drop it, drop in there, and, and rep your squad, man. This was a fun week of football. A lot of surprises. Uh, a lot of money lost. Uh, by myself, uh-huh. and uh, <laughs> so it's, a, it's, a, it's cool, man. Join Spinnerfell Pod Group and check out some other um, uh, some other people's uh, origin stories. My wife said it's very fun to read those origin yeah. stories. Yeah, it's funny. We got things of like Baker Mayfield dancing and like <laughs> uh, what else? Wait, wait, got? what team was that? Was it? Oh, it was Raiders. Raiders. Okay. We have a bunch yeah. of Raiders fans. I think Raiders might be most represented. There's some funny shit. Raiders or Giants are pretty well represented. And, People be uh, posting shit of like what they're gonna eat. I like that. Always appreciate it. And those mm-hmm. of you that are patron, we appreciate you guys uh, the most. Actually, people who are Patreon subscribers because you uh, actually give us money, right? And you're funding our amazing Super Bowl party that we're gonna have. It's like yeah, it's like parents who say they don't have a favorite child. Like it's not true for we're, us. We're you're our favorite child. <laughs> Basically, uh, I mean, we listeners, love- we understand it's a pandemic, and you would be uh, a Patreon subscriber if you if you could. But yeah, I mean, we, we still like love you. Less. You're yeah. just not our favorite child. <laughs> that's, that's how it is. <laughs> You're not funding our Super Bowl party. Uh, how was your uh, How was your week fourteen? You're watching. Uh, well, yeah, but, well, mm, yeah, it was good. Mm. I mean. I, I had more fun watching the late window. Yes, um, as we predicted. I mean, the late window games were better, but I just yeah. mean on a personal level, like my family started to get on my nerves a little bit. Really? Um, uh, because we were all sitting there watching the game, and it's like, oh, yeah, red zone. Like, yeah, we're going to do this. And within like, I don't know, half an hour into it, I look around, and I see m- my wife and my two kids are just staring at their phones. Uh, I'm watching the TV. That's the worst. Uh and then when they do interact, like they were so fucking, they're like, why did that just happen? What did he say? I'm like, well, I can't hear what he's saying because you're fucking talking. Like, <laughs> can you please shut up. Like, uh, <laughs> wow. You don't think it's partially because uh, you're kind of locked in with them? Like, uh, you're working from home and all of that stuff? You think it might be that? Yeah, maybe a little bit. Okay. A little bit. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, I wasn't like so annoed that I was ready to leave or anything. Okay. I, I just was like, 
Oh, it's going to be nice. Because my fan, they usually go to bed after mm. the, the early window. And I have a little tradition where when everybody goes to bed and the late window starts. You shoot up heroin. Uh, no, well, <laughs> sort of. Uh, I go into the kitchen and I pour myself um, a little bourbon on the rocks. Really? Yeah. So around 1030, one glass of bourbon on the rocks. Sip it slowly. Ah. Usually gets me to. Uh, Do you have a brand of bourbon? Bullet. Bullets. Bourbon. Bullet is is my. Okay, I'm my, gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go get some bullet, and uh, that could be our uh, joint tradition. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good, and it, it you know it's all of a sudden you've got the living room to yourself. Mm-hmm. The lights are down. It's starting to look very Christmassy right now. Yeah, you know what I mean. Lights uh, wise, not weather wise. No, I. Um, but everybody in Sweden puts uh, their lights up. I wouldn't put like any. in their windows, like a candle in every window. Yeah. Or candelabra, whatever it's called. Yeah. In every window. So yeah. That's, that's and f- cool. And for those of you who are on the um, the uh, the SvenFL Facebook group, you'll see I got my Julio Jones uh, <laughs> Christmas ornament up on the tree. I'll put that on Instagram, too. Which I bought a couple of years ago mm-hmm. when I went back home for Thanksgiving. Yeah. And, uh, and brought that back to Sweden as a surprise to my son. Oh, so nice. it was pretty cool. You guys hang the tree together? Like, do you decorate the tree together? Oh, yeah. We did the whole thing last night. Like, we went down. We buy the tree <clears throat> from our local our local football club, oh. uh, EF Kua Aspunen. Uh, they sell Christmas trees every year. Uh, and since I used to play for them, we, we kind of make it a tradition. Like, we always buy a tree from them every year. Okay. And um, I buy from my tree guy that's in our central. Mm, yeah. Because he's... Uh, I just feel like, especially now, we try to like do everything locally because everybody's affected yeah. by the pandemic. I really miss the the kind of American tree buying experience. To walk in there, and- well, like the whole thing where, like, when you go there, it's like you know, usually they have like some warm apple cider. Oh, I don't know about this. No, you don't know about that. No, no. I remember when I was a kid, we um, actually I have a funny story about this. We, well, okay, so the basic was is that you go in. And they would have like hot chocolate or warm cider mm-hmm. for people to drink while they walked around and looked for a tree. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it was great. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, in Amer- a lot of times when you go to buy a tree in America, um, they have a bunch of them already like kind of standing up, you know, mm-hmm. so you can see like oh, this is what they look like standing up. Whereas here they're just leaning up against a rope or something, <laughs> you know. So it's like, you know, you, you got to display it, like uh, yeah. sell it, brother. Look, yeah. Uh, yeah, so one time when I was a kid, I went to go with my family to buy a tree. And so you're standing in a giant parking lot, which looks like a maze of Christmas trees, more mm-hmm. or less, you know. And, um, uh, yeah, the story, as it has been told to me by my mother, I guess I was maybe five or six years old. Uh, I got separated. I, I, I ran. They lost track of me. In the maze of trees. They lost track of me in the maze of the trees. And they got a little freaked out. Um and they went looking for me, and eventually they found me. But when they found me, my pants were down around my ankles, and I was pissing on oh. a Christmas tree. <laughs> Did they find you with the guy who owns the trees? No, no, okay, it was not good. like a creepy thing. It was no. I, I'm saying no. I didn't mean like that. Oh, I meant that, like yeah, he yeah. sees him like, oh, you got to buy this tree now. No, he didn't. Everybody just thought it was funny. Oh, okay, cool. So I had to take a piss, and I walked away, and I found a tree to pee on, just yeah, like my private, father yeah. told me. Yeah. Yeah, find a good <laughs> tree to pee on. He's like, that's my boy. I'm like, shit, there's trees everywhere. <laughs> I pee on any one of them. So yeah. Nice. I don't know. We may have bought that tree. I'm not sure. I would have bought it if I was the parent. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Do you still pee with your pants at your ankles? No, I, I think I got over that. <laughs> I did it as a prank when I was in the military. So I was like 20-something years old. And uh, I think it was 2004 because it was like the airport before I left my base. Mm. And then I just went in. There was a bunch of guys in there. And I just pulled my pants all the way down to my ankles and peed. My boy took a picture of it. <laughs> I had one of those pee stories where, um, where you realize that you forgot to teach your kids something. We, we mm. were in New York. We were We were flying. We were just going through New York to go to Atlanta. And um, me and my son, we both had to go to the bathroom really bad. And well, he couldn't have been more than, I don't know, eight or nine years old at the mm. time. And so we go into the bathroom and, you know, in the airport bathroom, a lot of times they have the urinals on the wall and they got the one that's like lower yeah. down for kids. So that one was, no one was there. And then there was a guy peeing in the one next to it. And then the one next to him was available. So okay. I was like, I was like, Hey, Isaac, just go ahead and you pee in that one. I'll go over here. We're good. So 
I, for the majority of the time, I couldn't see him, mm. right? So I'm standing there, I'm taking a piss, and then all of a sudden the guy in between us is finished, so he shakes it and walks off. And I turn to look to see if he's okay, and he's he's sitting <laughs> with his ass <laughs> In the urinal, <laughs> pushing his little yeah, his yeah, little yeah. man down, like yeah. he thought he thought that he was, was supposed like to sit in it. And I was like, how? "When did he teach that, though?" I, yeah, exactly. And I was like, "How did he not see what everybody else was doing and what made him think?" Yeah. And he like, I, I was like, "What, dude?" He's like, "It's really wet, Papa." Oh, <laughs> like, hey, other people's fuck? pee, man. O P P. <laughs> but it was like one of those weird things where I was like, shit, how did I? Uh, uh, there's no time. I taught my son just in the same situation. In the, and I, I yeah. was next to him, though. So he got mm. to learn then in right. the airport. I think I, he thought I, it was cool. I had to pee so bad that I just just assumed that he would kind of look around and go, oh, yeah, I do it like this. Man, I know we're not talking about football yet, but uh, <laughs> one more question. Like, it's a big question for me. We, uh, I have my podcast with my Swedish friends, and um, we talked about... Um, do you use paper or do you shake? Mm. And I've always been a shaker. I never use toilet paper. I don't dry right. my penis after peeing. Right. Uh, wh- where are you on that? The thought never even occurred to me to use paper until I think I went to like a spot. Like, what's the somebody gave me a gift card to go to like one of these bath houses in Sweden, mm-hmm. the one in Ostamam. I think. Okay. City. Uh, uh, Central bought it or City bought one of those one of the nice ones I've been there and uh, I went in there to take a piss and they had one of those little where you pull a little paper it's about the size of a napkin Mm -hmm. and I it was next to the urinal it was next to the urinal and I was like huh so yeah because they said like 50% of men wipe and 50% shake huh I've and always I've, never, been a, I've always thought it was a shake, and I thought everybody shook until like I had that conversation, almost the argument actually right. with my friends. They were just like, "I always," and I was like, "You don't always wipe, right? Wipers don't always wipe because no. sometimes you're at a urinal. What are and you going to do?" And then, of course, then? you know, anything more than three shakes is, is masturbating. Is masturbating, <laughs> of course. So, yeah, Everybody's know, heard that. I know you know that. It's like, but I just, and I'm not going to be masturbating <laughs> in a group of men. <laughs> so I just shake twice and then let the rest of the pee drip in my underwear. That's the whole thing. Yeah, that's what the underwear's for. (laughs) It's a a pee catcher. I don't even call it underwear anymore. Give me my pee catcher and Mm -hmm. let me put my pants on after. I just thought about that because my son is a is a wiper. Right. Okay. Like he just naturally. I remember teaching him to pee, and he uh, just naturally. And I was like, I don't want to make him a shaker. Mm. You're born a shaker. You don't create a shaker. Right. So he just went for the tissue, and now he's a wiper, and I'm the only one in my house that doesn't wipe now. Interesting. Yeah. Um, maybe we should talk about football. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> now people know my pee, uh, my pee routine. Yeah. Now we can talk about football. That's mm-hmm. when you move on. Right. <laughs> uh, let's go through the flip them, pick them. Um, you know what? Uh, because I left in such a hurry, I forgot to bring the results of flip them and pick them. So we'll have to go through that next time. Shit. Well, we can go through the results. We'll I go mean, through the, the results, the results, but I can't yeah. tell you who got the flipping big. I know that you won the coin toss, mm. so we can guess. What, we could theoretically guess. Yeah. And I'm pretty we'll sure to... I won the first game. Rams Patriots. Yeah. Uh, Rams beat the Patriots twenty-four to three. Mm. Um, wow. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> felt so good. As a, what as did a... they say? Is the first time that the Patriots. Well, well after, this, after this loss and yeah. after uh, Ravens. The, after the, the Bills winning, mm-hmm. uh, oh, it's the, the first time yeah. that they have not won the division since, like, what, 2008? 2008. Yeah, because that's when the Dolphins won. Wow. That was the end. That was the year that Brady was hurt. Mm. So, mm-hmm. interesting. Right out there, even though they um, went 11 and 5 the year. <clears throat> so, it was a rarity that an 11 and 5 team didn't make playoffs. The Rams were. were Again, we say this all the time. Totally balanced, complete, yeah, man. complete performance. They did it's it in the team. air. They did it on the ground. What yeah. was that kid's name? What's the running back's name? What's that kid's name? Is it Acres? Yes, Cam Acres. Cam Acres. It was the best Cam in the game. Exactly. Because <laughs> the other Cam got benched. Yeah, he did. We saw Jared Stidham at the end of this game. Yeah, man. Yikes. Not much better. No. Uh, no. Um. Uh, it's, it just feels good to see the Patriots not doing well. I yeah. don't know what else to say about that. I'm with you. Uh, the Broncos beat the Panthers 32 to 27. Yep. I uh, I think I chose the Broncos to win that actually because of that defense. I said I go with defense, <laughs> and uh, the Broncos uh, that just turned into a shootout. 
I thought for sure the over under was forty four in that game. I thought for sure they weren't gonna hit that. They blew that shit open. Drew Locke threw four yeah, TDs. He was all over the place. The but the best play of this game was was essentially like was it the first play of the game? Or no, it was a punt return, so it wasn't yeah, the first play of the yeah. game. But that was one of the best punt returns I've seen in a long time. Oh, yeah, I because I remember the, the ball was up, and I, the guy, the Panthers guy was so close to him when he caught it. I was like, why is he not calling for a fair catch? Yeah. Is, what an idiot. And then he made this little move, and then all of a sudden, boom, he yeah. was gone. It yeah. was like a, it was over 80-yard punt return. Yeah. Uh, he, that was a beautiful thing. Yeah, man. It was great. Uh, the Bears beat the shit out of the Texans. <laughs> I did not see that coming. I didn't see that coming either. Uh, and I think you might have called the Texans to win that because we said the Bears are in the fucking skid of the year. Yeah, uh, and it kind of felt like, um, kind of felt like the Texans were 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 trending up. But one of the things I didn't realize is that they had they had quite a few players that were sort of ruled out for the game quite late. Oh, okay. uh, so he. It, Deshaun Watson didn't have. I, uh, feel, I feel so bad for him. I feel like I don't. There's not a single quarterback in the league that I feel worse for yeah. this year. Um, he just didn't have anybody to throw to. Um, yeah, and that's true. Hopefully they do right by him. <laughs> they better do right by him. <laughs> we need a we need a a clip of a silly from Color Purple. <laughs> Until you do right by me for for all of the players that don't get treated right in the NFL. Yeah, that's uh, true. The Cowboys beat up on the Bengals. Uh, we both kind of thought that was going to happen. Yeah, I mean the Bengals, and I said I, I, I was me picking that, and I'm pretty sure I picked the Cowboys because Zach Taylor. Uh, I think that's the problem there, and we'll probably not see him coaching next year. Yeah, this game got off the rails quick. Um, fumble recovery for a touchdown. There were a bu- there were several turnovers in this game by the Bengals. Um, yeah, this was. This got ugly quick. The Packers beat the Lions. It was closer than uh, the end of the game. They won 31-24, but the Packers kind of had control of that game the whole game. Yeah, but I would say that the the Lions played with a lot of spunk. That's a division rivalry. Uh, it's a division rivalry, but I also kind of got the feeling that Matthew Stafford was auditioning for his next team. Ah. Uh, I, I think it's you know, been heavily rumored that he's not going to be with the Lions next year. Yeah. And I think he's going to, I think he's going to try to ball out for the rest of the year. It's going to be fun to see the quarterback carousel <clears throat> after this, in, in this off season. Yeah. Cause we'll see what happens with Cam Newton. Is it over for him? Can he, can he, can he fall into a backup role or does he just like fall out of the NFL because he refuses to take a pay cut? Uh, where does Matt Stafford go? What happens with, with Matty Stats? You know, all of these things are going to be interesting in the offseason. And we will. Also, con- some other, like, specifically to the Packers, I mean, they made what everybody agrees was such a ridiculous mistake in drafting this this rookie quarterback. Jordan Love? Yeah. What? Well, I just think that they there were other pieces that they could have. Ah. Like, for instance, the the everyone says that, like, they had a chance to take this Justin Jefferson this uh, this yeah. hotshot receiver who plays hmm. for the Vikings. Like, imagine if he was playing for the Packers right now. How good they'd be. Yeah. Um, uh, good point. So, we'll see. But 2020 hindsight, man. With that win, the Packers clinched the NFC North. Uh, mm-hmm. So, that's good. They're currently the number one seed. Another little side note, Devontae Adams. Eight straight games with a TD catch. Insane, man. New he's Packers like, record. He's like... Uh, He's like Xavier Howard on offense. <laughs> Gets a pick every game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Titans beat the Jaguars thirty-one to ten. That was the that was kind of the only game that was like over from the front. Derrick Henry's trying to get MVP, man. I, I think he has a pretty good argument Jeez. for it. Um, That's the fourth time he's had two hundred rushing yards and two TDs in his career. That's pretty um, impressive. Yeah, that and also the first touchdown. That one-handed catch by AJ Brown. Oh man, he's a he's a stud, man. And that was such a sick play. They hand it off to Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. He does the flea flick, flicker back to Tannehill, and Tannehill lays one up. And you're like, oh geez, that's yeah, come that's, on. that's not gonna work. Come on, Ryan. And I think that he was being fouled. I think wasn't he? Like, yeah. And the only reason he caught it with one hand is because the guy's holding the other. One. The guy was holding the other one, and he just reaches up, and pulls it in. I was like, Jesus. It's, it's got to be the gloves, man. Some of these catches. Some the of gloves them, yeah. help a little bit, I should say. Actually, you still got to squeeze the ball. I know why he made that catch, and I know why it was possible. 
this was widely reported that before the game, and there's images where you can see it, that uh, A.J. Brown, in the warm-up before the game, decided to wear a Julio Jones jersey. <laughs> um, so I would like to say that he made that one-handed catch because he was channeling all that mm. Julio mojo. Is Julio moving after the season? So Are they going to blow it all up? I, it's very possible. Should have done it already. Uh, you know what I mean? They should, like, before the trade deadline, they should have started collecting assets if they were going to blow it up. Mm-hmm. Um, Chiefs versus Dolphins. Uh, the Chiefs win 33-27. to But uh, what a football game. It was a great game. Dolphins fought through. Uh, there was a point when I was trying, I was, we turned, I turned away, you know, because I was like, all right, they're winning 30-10. to 10. It's pretty much over. And then Miami just comes back and brings it to th- within a touchdown. And and Mahomes looked like shit early. Yeah, he threw three interceptions. That's a tie for the worst of his career. The mm-hmm. def- Dolphins defense came alive. Uh, Tua came alive. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, a couple plays here and there, Miami could win the game, you know? They had a kick return for a touchdown that I think should have been a block in the back. <laughs> if I'm a homer, <laughs> there was a block in the back and a hold on that play. But who's counting, you know? Well, so as they didn't a, get called, so it didn't happen. Uh, as, a, as a George Bulldog homer, uh, I was pretty happy to see Miko Hardman take it to the house. Yeah. Uh, we were That was one of the few moments in the early window that I was up off the couch, standing on my feet, nice. screaming at the TV. Yeah, so we get to, we get we got three returns, right? Didn't Dallas have one too? Yeah, yeah so we I think so. Three returns this uh, weekend, so that's good for mm-hmm. NFL viewers. Uh, but I left that game, even though it was a loss, feeling proud of my team. I got good sleep. As you should. Uh, so I'm like, my boy's going to be all right. They're on my, uh, I, I have some, some sh- uh, they're on my shit got learn list. Nice. The Dolphins. Uh, so we'll the Cardinals. Beat the Giants 26-7 in a surprising beatdown. Yeah. I, we thought that the Cardinals were kind of done. Mm. Uh, and we thought the Giants were surging. And the Cardinals shut that shit down. I still don't. I, I, I have to say, I still don't believe in the Cardinals. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just <laughs> saying I believed more in the Giants. Yeah. Um, I mean, whatever. I mean, the defense had an, had an insane... Yeah. Performance. I mean, you had this one guy. What's his name? Hassan yeah, Riddick. Yeah, he had yeah. five sacks all by himself. <laughs> yes. The team had eight. Yeah. Uh, you know, Daniel Jones. I don't know if he got hurt or if he got benched, but uh, um, wasn't working out for him. It, it, yeah. The Giants. How many fumbles did they have? Five fumbles. Yeah. Five fumbles. Three of them lost fumbles. So it was it was a comedy of errors for the Giants. Yes. Um, but I still have this feeling that the Cardinals are. They're still, I think they're still one more year away and a few yeah. more pieces from being a true contender. Like the, uh, I think they're on, they're like a year ahead of uh, the uh, Dolphins in the rebuilding process. Yeah, maybe. Something like that. Um, mm-hmm. So I'd like to watch them and, uh, and see. Buccaneers beat the Vikings 26 to 14. What can you say about this? I guess they, <clears throat> I mean, they managed to stop. Uh, the Vikings' sort of most potent weapon, uh, Cook. Uh, what's his name? What's his first name? Dalvin. Dalvin Cook from Miami. Yeah, he um, he didn't really have the same kind of day you would you would hope he would have. Nah, uh, the, the Bucks they showed up, man. Bucks showed up. The defense was good. Brady had mixed results with the deep ball, but one of them was a beautiful touchdown pass. Yeah. Um, uh, he just, he, I don't know. Every, so, uh, the shine, what does it say? The sun shines on the uh, dog's ass. <laughs> what yeah. it, once a day or some shit like that. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I guess you could say the real story of this game was uh, was Dan Bailey. Uh, the, Ooh, the he Vikings. missed five, right? Yeah, he missed all of his kicks. All of them. Um <laughs> Field goals, extra points, all of it. Um, yeah, he used to kick for the for the. I remember the year he kicked for the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah we're he, up here for them. He had a really terrible, terrible day. I mean, it was one of those days where I've it was never like, seen anything like that. He missed one. He sliced one so far wide right that it was like, I mean, yeah, it, it was it was a it was mess. Like, are you trying? Is this a coffin corner punt? <laughs> 
the, uh, uh, the the thing was, um, those of you that watch the pregame show, first of all, thank you. But on Patreon, we have our pregame show. And I always put a bet up there. Now, it's a new thing I've been doing where I make a parlay bet where I bet a little small amount and try to make a big thing. Uh, educated guess bet. And one of them was that uh, Minnesota would lose by less than six, I think it was. Mm. And um, if he hits those yeah. field goals, if he oh, makes yeah. those field goals, I'm right. Yeah. I'm right if he if the kicker doesn't miss totally. fucking five field goals. So I don't We feel need to so find good. out where that motherfucker lives. Yeah, man. We're he cost me some money. It might have been uh, I well, think I lost that, on something else too. No? A very costly loss for the Vikings, especially because yeah, uh had they won that game, they would have had a chance to leapfrog the Bucks for the last playoff spot. Mm. Um the so Bucks th- played like they knew that fact. And Bailey played like he was paid to lose. And I don't know who uh I don't know who the Vikings play for the last three weeks of the season, but I do know the Bucks play the Falcons twice, so I have to imagine that <laughs> the Bucks are not that worried. Yeah. Uh, the uh Colts uh as predicted beat the hell out of the Raiders. Yeah, they did. Um, um Rivers looks like he's ready, man. Yeah, I, well, I just can't look at this guy throw the ball, man. I don't honestly, know, but they, they I, have a defensive <clears throat> touchdown, right? Yeah, the, the and this I mean it started it, this game started out in the first quarter looking like it was going to be kind of a barn burner like yeah. like just back and forth back and forth and then the Raiders started to slow down. But honestly for me the story of this game were the two running backs uh Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines were yeah. unreal. Yeah. They were unreal. And they even had one of my favorite plays this Sunday was with these two guys where Naheem Hines lines up in wildcat position and everyone's thinking well of course he's gonna run it so he fakes the run and then he hands it off to taylor who trots into the end zone i was like what a fucking smart design play like what a what a clever yeah they were i mean yeah they were they were all over the place on the ground they were they were beaten up on the raiders for most of the game you know what else i missed on What's that? I thought the Jets were going to come out and mm. lose by less than 14. That's all they had to do. Lose by less than 14 and a half. That was, that was it. And, and they uh, lost by a lot. <laughs> lost by 37. They lose 40 to 3 to the Seahawks. We got a few Seahawks fans that listen. Mm. Uh, and I know they were happy. Uh, but that was just a straight-up beatdown of a shitty team. This is like the very definition of a get-right game. Yeah. Uh, the Seahawks have been... Uh, a little shaky lately. Uh, they face the tomato can, as they say in the boxing world. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I thought um, I wrote down that this to me looked like NFL versus high school football. Yeah, like yeah. It, this was a mess, just a uh, straight I was, mess. Uh, I feel, I'm starting to feel bad for the players <clears throat> that play for Adam Gase, uh, but the team's still keeping Adam Gase at the helm. So you know, fuck them. Mm. Uh, somehow, I said this about this game before. This Jesus next game before Christ. it started, that uh, it's two teams that just know how to lose. And uh, I assume the Falcons won after seeing the end of the first half of this game, the way the Chargers blew <laughs> a chance to score. It was another clock management debacle by the Chargers. That was crazy. Yeah, and uh, and Anthony Lynn apparently took over the special teams coaching. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. And uh, <laughs> and then just fucking blows it. Like, for, why do a running play first of all? Yeah. Before when you're trying to run the clock out, I mean, you're trying to stop the clock yeah. because you don't want to get your kicking team out there. Mm-hmm. They do a run and play. They're already in field goal range. They do a run and play, and then they don't even get a chance to try the kick. And then they did try the kick with like, in case the refs don't notice the four guys running off the field. It was <laughs> he's just outdoing himself every week. Hey, he's way testing. too many guys on the field. He's testing. Uh, the, he's testing <laughs> the Rooney Rule right now. He's like, they won't fire me. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, that that was pretty embarrassing. But of course, I mean, the Falcons can figure out a way to fuck it up in the end. Yeah, uh, the best quarterback on the field was Russell Gage. <laughs> Obviously, is he better than Herbert? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, no. uh, but you gotta admit that was a beautiful play. Yeah, uh, yeah. What a beautiful again. Russell Gage, a wide receiver, lines up in the Wildcat <laughs> formation. Uh, Matt Ryan's lined up as a wide receiver. Yeah. Uh, and he he faked like he was gonna run, like yeah. he he faked like he he ran left and then he took a few steps back and just threw a beautiful yeah. rainbow spiral, mm-hmm. just 
right quarterback into, in college a bit, right? Or yeah, I did. Okay. <clears throat> um, yeah, but that man. was that was gorgeous. That gave me hope. Uh, Falcons scored another touchdown before before the end of the half. It felt pretty good, and then that clock management thing made me think, mm, yeah, maybe we got this. Yeah. Uh, but then the second half rolled along. Uh, and in the second half, we had what were our, our main possessions in the second half? We had an interception, <laughs> a punt, uh. interception, and then another interception. And the way this game ended, I mean, how do you, again, yeah, this is picks, again, yeah. this is where, this is where the Maddie stats thing starts to come yeah. in. You know what I mean? Here's a guy who, uh, He's in the top five. Oh, he threw that pick on the number, like on the outside, right? Mm-hmm. That's, oh, yeah. He's he's the top five quarterback in the NFL as far as like yards passing. Really? Yeah, he's number five. Wow. Uh, he also, and then I took a screenshot of this yesterday. I, this is why I hate Falcons Instagram. It pisses me off because after they oh, lose, yeah. they um, <clears throat> I don't know what I did with it. Anyway, it's a. Uh, I, I think it was something like he had. Matt Ryan, it wasn't one of these Matty Stats thing. He he passed Peyton Manning in, <laughs> in like most yards yeah. passing in thirteen first thirteen seasons. I'm like, why does any of this shit matter? Yeah. If you can't, when? I mean, the Chargers yeah. gifted you the game. Yeah. They gave it to you on numerous occasions, especially at the end, and you just gave it right back to him. Yeah, he did. He threw two picks at the end, right? Exactly. He threw a pick. Yeah. Herbert throws a pick, pick yeah. with and like he, a minute left. And Matty Maddie, Maddie Stats is like, no, 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 no. I gave it to you. Yeah, I was, take it back. This was my Christmas present to you. <laughs> what are you, an Indian giver? Here, take it back. Yeah, but ah, that was, terrible. That was bad. <clears throat> and then he got sacked out of field goal range, too. He did Again. a, he did, he did a, a Maddie Stats, yeah. Again. His and, trademark. And Todd, I don't know what the deal is with the run game. I don't know who to put this on. I don't know if you're supposed to put it on Todd Gurley. I don't know if you're supposed to put it on the offensive coordinator. I have no fucking clue. Um, but it was just a complete non-factor. Like, why? Why? They they went into this game talking about how Todd Gurley was going to have, you know, was going to have a busy day. And I yeah. think they only gave him the ball, like, I don't know, eight or nine times. Is it time to see Shaw? It's just time to, yeah, sure, fine. Shop is like a watered down, yeah, <laughs> Maddie Water. Honestly, That's I don't Maddie care. I don't care. Like, just fucking put him in. Doesn't matter. Just put. I put Russell Gage in there. Let him be quarterback. We've seen how that can end. Yeah. Shout out to Denver. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> when somebody trying to do a full game as quarterback, no. Nah. Yeah, no. Uh, your rival team showed the Eagles showed you guys what you need to do to beat the uh, Taysom Hill led Saints. Uh, I will say Taysom Hill looks more like a standard drop back quarterback. Yeah, more and more, it's like they're opening up the offense a little more for sure. him. Sure, but uh, it's also showing that he's not that good at it. I very rarely root for the Eagles. Uh, yeah. This Sunday was was one rare exception. Yeah, um, I loved. Watching Jalen Hurts yeah, me pick too, this man. team apart. Yeah. Um yeah. it was it was beautiful. It was a beautiful thing. And it's one of those things where it's not so much that I care about the Eagles, and it's not even so much that I care about Jalen Hurts, honestly, because he broke my heart uh playing for Alabama all those years as well. Mm. Um you know what it is? I'm a fan of when people I'm a fan of people who get a chance to prove themselves even though everyone appears to be doubting them. That sounds like Taysom Hill, though. I I, I didn't. I don't dislike Taysom Hill, either. Uh, I'm I just mean, saying it sounds like the same kind yeah, of situation. sure. People doubted both of them. Yeah. And then uh, Hill didn't really prove him wrong, because... I'm also a fan uh, of, like, obviously, most of you probably know, I'm a fan of conspiracies, and I think one of the conspiracies about Jalen Hurts was that he looked like shit in practice, right? Because uh, okay. that was the excuse that we kept hearing all year, well, oh, well, I didn't we, know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been saying like little, little quotes, whispers. like yeah. whispers leaking out of Eagles uh, camp. Like, well, the reason why we don't bench Carson Wentz is because uh, so because Jalen Hurts looks like shit in practice. Like, there's stories coming out that he doesn't look that good. He's not as good as we thought he was. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. And I'm like, that's some bullshit. Yeah, because what we're seeing is a shitty Wentz out there. And I knew from watching him all those years playing for Alabama, I was like, there's no way that that's okay. true. Yeah, of course uh, it could be true. Like maybe the kid's re- not ready for NFL level football. That happens all the time. Right, right, right. But you're not really going to know if he's ready unless you play him. 
Yeah. And they were refu- refusing to play him. And the only reason I'm convinced at this point that they did not play Jalen Hurts earlier is because of all this money they're paying Carson Wentz. Huh. It, because, uh, that's very believable. That's very believable. I, yeah. And so I, I was totally rooting for this kid to make I everybody see, I would look I think stupid. it would be like a fear of an actual quarterback controversy. Like You don't want that. Well, of course. That Especially too. you don't want half the team to be camp, you know, team wins and have the team to be team hurts. That's like the worst thing you want for your locker room. So maybe they were trying to avoid that by just saying, all right, Wentz is our guy. We'll stick with him. Of Wentz course. is uh, Peterson's guy. But at some point, your guy looks like shit. And if you want to win, you try out the other guy. And they finally did. And he looked good. He looked really good. He looked good. And, um, uh, and he was, was also- like, he was also, he should have inspired. He should have been inspiration for the Saints. Like, yeah, this could be Taysom Hill's ceiling. Sure. If you can get him to throw the ball as well as Hurts. Yeah. So well, I think Jalen Hurts runs better than— well, Of course, he does everything better than I Hill. mean, he runs—I don't know. I'd say he runs better, but I'd, I'd say more fairly, he runs differently. You yeah. know what I mean? Hill like runs he, rumbles downfield. Yeah, and he runs more like a running back, right. whereas Jalen Hurts is a little more Lamar Jackson-like. Yeah. And once way, Hill gets going— He's not going, quite as shifty, but yeah. Once Hill gets going, once he starts moving, his eyes do not go downfield anymore. No. So no. I think uh, we'll get to them later, but I think the Eagles' offense looked like the Baltimore offense. Yeah, I was really impressed. And their defense, too. The Eagles' defense really stepped up yeah, and did a great job. That's the thing. The Saints make it easier because, like it or not, Hill is not going to be able to put the ball downfield. It's not as it's not as much of a headache as facing a, 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 a quarterback that could put the ball read a defense and break it down to. But this was a really hard uh, scheme for the Saints to figure out. What it, There was some crazy, I don't even know if this is true, but I guess, or if I heard it wrong, or was this in the late window? Was the bourbon talking? I don't remember. <laughs> uh, but they said 50, Saints, 55 games without allowing a 100-yard rusher. Oh, uh, uh, wow. And Sunday, they the Eagles had two. Jalen Hurts had 100 yards, and uh, Miles Sanders had over 100 Damn, as well. That's over three seasons. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. It, like, again, that could have been the bourbon talking <laughs> or listening. The bourbon wow. was listening? I mean, I just thought that was crazy. I wrote it down. But again, like I said, there was bourbon involved. The uh, Washington football team's defense showed the fuck up. Oh, my God. And uh, they beat the 49ers 23 to 15. Uh, Chase showed why he was the number two pick. He was, uh, yeah. uh, he was amazing. He's like a hurricane, man. He's just blowing by people, and he was all over the place. It was one of the most, and impre- they used them in different types. Like they were showing him off a little bit, unleashed him. He was crazy good. It was like, yeah, he he was dominant. Yeah, because he was either gonna it. like blow up the run, uh, chase the quarterback, drop into coverage, and then be. At wherever the ball is, and then he picked that ball up and ran for a touchdown just for the fucking, mm. just to top it off, like cap off a great performance. So he was. They had two touchdowns on defense. Uh, Alex Smith, they went and um, put found pieces of his leg on the ground, and they were trying to put it back <laughs> on. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> this was like, why don't they get a? I mean, I guess it's kind of late for them. They could like run the table, and if they end up nine and seven. They could possibly win that division. It's not out of it for them. Well, they're, aren't they in first place now? Are they in first place? I think so. Okay. I think so. Well, they, I mean, <clears throat> I guess it's too late to bring in a quarterback, but they should have thought about that. There's no way they should have stuck with Alex Smith. I mean— How bad is this dude Haskins? Yeah. Well, we got to see a little bit of him uh, in this game because he came in late. Oh, Yeah. Um, when they were fixing uh, Smith's leg, he wasn't that good. No. But I mean, honestly, like it was. This was the story of this game is defense. I mean, it, the the I, the offense for the football team uh, only had nine points. Is that right? Yeah. So the rest of them were all defensive touchdowns. Yeah, two touchdowns on defense. Um, yeah, I, yeah, that's true. That's... It was unbelievable. Yeah. Um, imagine they get a good quarterback. Imagine that. I hear Colin Kaepernick's available. Yeah. <laughs> they don't hear it. Nobody hears it. His name doesn't even come up in these conversations anymore. Alex Smith was terrible. Uh, he's. I, 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 did I bring it up before? The one season he. Remember that season he didn't throw a touchdown to a, a wide receiver or mm. a running back for the entire season? Like, oh no, none to a wide receiver until I think the last week of the year. 
Well, when he was with, at Kansas City, it was insane that he just didn't throw a touchdown to wide receiver. That's crazy. It that just shows that he was just he was the prototypical. Then they coined the phrase "game manager" for him. <laughs> you know what I mean, right? That's probably... I think he was the first one that they were like, "He's a game manager." Yes, and they said it in a positive way. Now it's kind of a negative thing. Mm. The Bills. Wow. How about it? Wow. I had a feeling. I know I picked this game. Yeah, you picked the Bills, mm-hmm. and uh, wow, mm-hmm. they uh, they beat the Steelers. Yeah, they did. Oh, well, the Steelers beat the Steelers too. Twenty six to fifteen. But he didn't. He didn't really fuck up. Like uh, I, he threw a, a stupid pick, but whatever that happens. Sure. But Josh Allen, man, he's uh, yeah, he's kind of taking the league by storm right now. Yeah, him. He's and not s- making the mistakes he did. Like he improved year over year. He's improved a lot. Mm. Maybe the most of any quarterback. Because last year it was like, well, he can't really throw it downfield, and now. I guess having Stephon Diggs, what a good move to pick him up. I mean, those two together are yeah. just lights out. And then you got Beasley underneath, Diggs over the top, mm. and then Allen is accurate now, more ac- way more accurate than last year. Mm-hmm. Scary team, man. Yeah. Chiefs should be on the lookout because their Bills defense is good. Yeah, because, well, the thing with the with the Bills that's so scary about them is that they, they put together several complete games this yeah. year. Um, They're like which the Rams is, of these, of the which AC. is more than I can say for the Chiefs. Like the yeah. Chiefs have have kind of developed a reputation for themselves this year of, uh, you know, getting behind early and then and then yeah. turning it on. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and what happens when you when you run out? That that it just feels to me like that's something where you're that luck is going to run out. Yeah. Eventually, or or maybe not luck, but but maybe you're going to let it slip a little too far. Um, I mean, that kind of shit can happen in the playoffs where it's like, okay, fine. They got behind by 10 to the Dolphins and they came back and won. Um, but yeah. what happens? You get behind by 14, by 17, by yeah. 20. I mean, they, they, they have seemed to have proved that they're quite good at that. But Every playoff game last year, yeah, including exactly. the Super Bowl, they went down by But I think that's more. one of those things that you don't want to— No, it's not a good really habit. You really don't want to make a habit of that. <laughs> no. Hmm. And the uh, Dolphins have the most first quarter points of any team in the NFL. I'm so, really curious if this. <laughs> I'm very curious if this is the beginning of the meltdown for the Steelers. Uh, because <sighs> next week, next week they have a get right game. They're playing the Bengals, and then I think their last two games they play the Colts, and then they play the Browns. Yeah, they play the Browns. Could they lose two of their last three? Who Absolutely. Yeah. It's very possible. They, they say teams have to peak at the right time, and I think the Steelers peaked early and weren't really that dominant. I would say— about, No, they were, they were pretty dominant in the middle of the season. Yeah, but I would say—I agree with you, so and I think it's very early. important to peak at the right time as you're headed into the playoffs, and I would say the one team that I would argue is is at the top of that list is the Bills. Definitely, yeah, definitely. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it hurts to say. Yeah. Um, I got. I have a feel of ulcer developing, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, it is what it is. Those mafias out there, happy. I'm worried about your dolphins too. I'm worried they're going to have a meltdown as well. But I think they're uh, just like the Steelers. Like when you said that, I was like, eh. I immediately thought it because I just think of the coaches of those two teams. Yeah, and uh, those teams take on their coaches' personality, and a meltdown isn't the word I would use. I we'll think see. they'll always be focused. Both of those teams. That's true. So I don't see a Their meltdown. Their defense is yeah. unreal. That defense yeah. hasn't melted down all year. Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, That's true. Good point. So we'll see. Yep. I could be wrong. And like I said, here at NFL, we don't mind being wrong. We love it. <laughs> that's, <laughs> yes. that's, what, that's what the bourbon's for. Take our takes down. <laughs> yeah, we're drinking in the second window. <laughs> and the final game, which uh, unfortunately I didn't get to watch live <laughs> because it came on last night at 2 in the morning here. Uh, and I envy our listeners across the pond. Oh my got god! To watch this shit. This at is a what we time. call in America an instant classic. Yes, this was an instant classic. Just watching the the playback, the condensed version, I was like, "Damn!" The buff, the the Buffalo, the <laughs> Bills are in my head. The uh, Cleveland Browns lost to the Ravens, uh, Baltimore Ravens, forty-seven forty-two, in what I, I would not have guessed was going to be a fucking barn burner. And yeah, the. I I don't know about you, but the Ravens' offense looked basic, but unstoppable. Like it was just like, what were you? Lamar Jackson was on one man. Yeah, and he at like halfway through the game, he had only thrown two passes, and he didn't need to. Yeah, exactly. 
And, and I kept thinking as I was watching the, the highlight package, like, imagine what he could have done if he had a, a better pair of uh, cleats. He was, yeah, all, he, slipped. he was slipping all over the place uh, yeah. and still put and up like 170 yeah. something yards rushing. Yeah. Man, it was it was insane. And then Baker was up for the task and he was out there throwing it around and uh neither defense kind really showed up. <laughs> yeah. So it was just like And I was really impressed with how um the Browns uh I mean, you know, by by comparison to previous weeks, I mean, this whole two-headed monster with Nick Chubb and and Kareem oh, yeah. Hunt, it, it didn't work in the same way that it normally works, mm. right? So they didn't they didn't have a traditional game, but but if yeah. you looked at it in a complete package, they had a great game. Yeah, you know. And they and how many first downs did they pull off? Yeah, because Kareem Hunt didn't really have alive. that many yards rushing, but he had quite a few receiving. Yeah, and they Nick, kept drives alive, man. Nick and, Chubb was yeah. the bell cow, and he was just plowing away like he normally does. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, Baker Mayfield. I guess if you could say. It, it slipped anywhere from his interception. Yeah. Um, yeah. They missed the field goal early, too, yeah. which kind of came back to bite them. Yeah, and, um, and him rolling to the right <laughs> is a pretty surprise they don't do it more. Earlier in the season, they were doing it more. Maybe teams are scheming against it. But Baker on the move to his right is a pretty, Yeah, you're just like, oh, shit, every time. Because mm. he's just fast enough to outrun a, a D-end. Mm-hmm. And uh, he'll match speed with a linebacker. You right. know what I mean? So... That's dangerous. You got to watch out for that. And then he can throw on the move to his right. Right. But uh, the big story and the one thing that everybody wants to know about this game was, uh, was Lamar Jackson pooping uh, in the fourth quarter? (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) You see this? (laughs) He has to leave the game suddenly. I was like, is he hurt? I didn't. Yeah. Nobody understood what the hell was going on. He leaves the game. In comes what's his name, McSorley. Yeah, Trace McSorley. Uh, and nobody knows what the hell's wrong with Lamar Jackson. Oh yeah, maybe he was shitting. Uh, and people started. Uh, or maybe know, he had shit himself. That was that was the rumor. That was what Twitter blew up because they, and and he even had to address it after the game. He said he wasn't doing a. He was like, no, no, no. I, I had a cramp. It wasn't a. I wasn't doing a Paul Pierce like you know Paul oh, Pierce yeah, yeah, famously yeah. shit himself. Fuck that guy. Uh, I just want to throw that out there. Fuck so there, this this is like one of the funniest stories of the week. This whole thing <laughs> of like you know Lamar Jackson saying he had cramps, but then in the post game interview having to like. You know, talk about the fact that he wasn't pooping. <laughs> I didn't pull uh, a Paul Pierce. That's great. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. And, you know, Twitter, of course, lit up with, like, you know, Twitter conspiracies. Like, yeah, how many uh, brown stains on the uniform can we find? Well, that's I looked for that immediately. And, unfortunately, they were wearing their purple uh, pants. So it's, really? it'd uh, be hard to see. Um, purple and brown, that's got to be the ugliest color. <laughs> <laughs> well, regardless, he leaves the game. And he's playing the Browns. As he leaves the game. The Browns pull ahead. Uh, and Trace McSorley gets injured, and then suddenly Lamar Jackson pops up out of the locker room and then throws a (laughs) 44-yard touchdown pass to Hollywood Brown. Yeah. Uh, Man, what a throw. And even Baker Mayfield said after the game, he was like, that whole situation, it was like, he was like, like, I felt like I was in a movie, but it was Lamar's movie. (laughs) You could see him like, you could see him looking baffled too, like, because you know they always do the cutaway to the other quarterback, and he just looked like, what is going on here? Yeah. But that throw to Brown, wow. Yeah. And then Brown just turning on the Jets. Mm-hmm. But, oh, wow, what a game. Mm. And uh, I'm going to watch it in its entirety. I'd like to see the whole— I might watch it in its entirety, too, because yeah. it, it, what it reminded me— A few years ago, I went home for Thanksgiving. I had to go home for something, and I didn't go with the family, so I just went by myself. And I had the rare— uh, pleasure of ha- being able to sit down and watch a Monday night football game, which I hadn't mm. done in years, yeah. uh, because it's obviously I'm in the right time zone. And I watched the Chiefs versus the um, Rams. This must have been three years ago. Mm. That must have been one of the best football games I'd ever seen. Great, it was just man. back and forth, back and forth. Bam, it's why bam, teams, bam. Want, the teams want that uh, national exposure mm. and playing at night like that. When I got up and saw the great. results, to the, the second I saw the score, I didn't even know what happened in the game. All I did was look at the score. I was still in bed. I look at my phone. I see the score, and I was like, damn, I can't believe I missed this game. I knew it was uh, good. I watched the condensed without the I – I figured out a way to, like, train my eyes away from where the score is uh, and then watch the condensed without the score. And uh, I was just, like, not knowing how it's going to end <clears throat> was fantastic. Yeah, this one looked great. 
Yeah. Uh, so really unfortunate loss for the Browns, but they're in a much better position than the Ravens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Ravens really needed this win. Yeah. I think they're still on the outside looking in on the playoffs. but mm. but um, They might bypass the Dolphins. Dolphins might give up their seventh spot. Mm. Especially if the Colts keep, Colts keep winning. No, Colts are... Colts and Titans, that's the tough one, man. That mm-hmm. AFC South is the one that's pushing everybody out. Yep. Um, yeah, man, shit got learned. What'd you learn? Really? I mean, I learned a lot of things, but honestly, like, the main thing that I learned is that the Dolphins should probably let their cornerbacks play wide receiver. Jesus fucking <laughs> Christ. Yeah. These interceptions by the Dolphins yeah. were like, like, I feel like I want them on, like, a painting. These like, I mean, some of them we saw. There were several beautiful uh, interceptions this mm-hmm. weekend. There was another one that Colts. I think in the Colts game yeah, that like that crazy. was like that's better. OBJ like yeah. one handed. That's how interception. What's his name? Uh, um, Xavier Howard's looked like OBJ exactly. But the but the uh, one in the Colts the game Colts was the one, one where he tipped like it to himself. Backwards. No, no, was no. It? That was the Eagles. Okay. Against the Saints, there were some really good but ones. But the Colts one, he like turned his arm the other way to catch it. Yeah. And and so it was like OBJ, but a little more difficult. Like as good a day as it was for cornerbacks, it was like the worst day ever for kickers. Oh yeah, right. That was the other shit that I learned. It was like I don't even. I I was keeping track of how many kicks were missed. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, they said it was like a record, right? Like, it was a lot. I don't remember the final total, but at one point I wrote it was down like thirteen to uh, ten. At some point. 10 feet, there, at one point, and this is, you know, sometime in the middle of the bourbon the that bourbon, I mentioned. Yeah. No, I was in the middle of the bourbon. <laughs> so that, obviously, when the bourbon hit, that's when I stopped counting. Uh, 10 missed field goals, and 4, four extra missed points. extra yeah, points. I remember that. So there, honestly, you can look it up. There's probably more than that. Because yeah. um, there was a missed field goal in the the Ravens-Browns game, too, right? Yeah. Yeah, the Browns missed one. at least one. 11 and 4. Yeah, the Browns missed one. Man. It was a bad day it for kickers. It was bad. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, what shit did I learn? I had it written down, but I don't have. Like I said, I'm unprepared today. Hmm. Uh, but uh, I don't even know what I had. <laughs> For shit, got learned. Hmm. I learned a lot of shit when I when I scroll through and look at the games. I learned that um, maybe, like, I got fooled by a few teams. Right. I thought the Giants were. You know how to, how to say that you are who we thought you were. Right. The Giants might be who we thought they were. That uh, that division's so hard to figure out. And the uh, Eagles' offense might be more suited for Jalen Hurts right now than Wentz. Clearly, like you know what I mean. That might be the key. That uh, what's his name? Doug Peterson's known as this offensive guru. Maybe you just had your offense built for this guy that you drafted. I saw and, a couple of rumors that Carson Wentz would be a good fit for uh, the Colts next year. That's another one. That, uh, and that I think they have. Carousel. Yeah. I forget his name, but I think the the. Offensive coordinator for the for the Colts used to be with the Eagles ah. when when Wentz had this um, you know kind of MVP Crazy season year, yeah. and yeah. apparently they they had a really great connection and and um, so <laughs> we'll see that might just be wishful thinking. Um, uh, Patriots as spoiler is scary as fuck. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they're officially. Like they're pretty much out in that spot, where yes, and they're gonna only be spoiler, and it might be uh, we might be the first victim of it because the uh, Dolphins play the Patriots on Sunday, so it's they're scary just because uh, they're just I don't know it's it's the ghost of the Patriots past that just is terrifying. So um, that's they're gonna play spoiler, and uh, I don't think our I don't think the Falcons have the ability to do that, but I'm really hoping that they do. I would love, given that they play the Bucks twice in the oh, next yeah. three weeks. I would love if there's only like I mean this season is just a again another disaster. Yeah. Uh, if there's one thing that I could hope for, uh, it's that they manage to figure out a way to make it so that the Bucks don't make the playoffs. That would be great. If the Bucks could finish, oh god, that would yeah. be hard. And uh, another if, thing that I learned as what just the closest I've watched the Chiefs game, of course, all season. I've seen some games, but this is the one I can like. Dig in and watch. Right, they are not as scary as I thought. Yeah, before watching this game. Yeah, and uh, the Bills might be scarier than the Chiefs right now. I would agree with that. Um, so. I would agree with that mostly because I mean they have a lot of scary weapons yeah. as far as like people to you know the the Chiefs Mahomes has a lot of people he can throw the ball to. Um, 
but their run game has not really Mm-mm. panned out so well. I mean, it started off great, um, but it's sort of trailed off. And I think if they wind up losing, it could be well. Also, that and their defense isn't mm. isn't that great. Um, but those receivers were going off. Sammy Watkins had like one of those teleporting moments. I thought <laughs> yes. where he jumped over that dude. Yeah, I was like, I was oh, check him out! He's teleporting. I said that a few times <laughs> then again. I never made a play. It's not fair. It's <laughs> <Just> teleporting. <laughs> Leave your powers in the locker room. 15-yard penalty for teleportation. Uh, so. Number 14, Sammy Watkins. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's my shit that got learned. Yeah. Uh, playoff picture we normally do on uh, Tuesdays. Yeah. I got it? it right here. Oh, nice. Playoff picture. Uh, AFC, we got Chiefs. Um, like I said, they clinched their division. Um, they also... Yeah. Have took, the, they took number one. Took the number one spot. So if it finished like this, they would have the buy. They would have the buy. Uh, Steelers are number two at eleven and two after their two losses in a row. Uh, Bills are number three. I'm really interested if the Bills can leapfrog them. That would be interesting. Mm, Titans number four. Browns number five. Colts number six. Dolphins at seven. Oh, look um, at outside looking in, man. Outside looking in. Uh, okay, so you got the Ravens at eight and five. Dolphins are also eight and five, so that's pretty, mm-hmm. pretty tight. Raiders seven and six. Still, uh, I, I don't believe they'll make it, but it's still possible. Obviously, the good it, thing is they play the Dolphins, <clears throat> the Raiders, so that helps them. That's true. They literally knock them out, and then that's going to be a big one. Then yeah, man, that's going to be real big. That's on a Saturday. Is that this Saturday? Next Saturday. We got some games coming up on Saturday, yeah. y'all. We'll get into that in the next one. Uh, Patriots are six and seven, so they're basically out. Yeah. Uh, Broncos five and eight. Why are you even writing about them? <laughs> uh, on the other side, NFC, you got Packers in the number one spot they where cl- they belong. Yep, they clinched their division. They played out. They, they showed out. They looked fantastic. Um, Saints are number two at ten and three. Rams are number three at nine and four. Washington football team is number four at How? six and seven. Yeah, that's so crazy. Uh, Seahawks, uh, number five, they're nine and four bucks are eight and five. They're in the sixth spot. Cardinals, number seven, seven and six on the wow, bubble. They're still in the playoffs, huh? Still in the playoffs on the bubble. You got the Vikings at number eight. Wait, are all the NFC West teams? Oh no, no, not San Francisco. Okay. Right. Yeah. Vikings are six and seven. So yeah, they're within striking distance mm-hmm. of, uh, of the Cardinals. Uh, bears are six and seven also. I mean, yeah, we kind of counted them out kind of early. It's not impossible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lions, that feels impossible to me. They're five and eight. Yeah, they got to win out. At the very uh, least. 49ers, same thing. Got to win out. Yeah. I mean, the Giants, Giants obviously too. can still make it in. What are they? They're five and eight. Yeah, uh, they just need Washington to lose. You know, a little easy, easy so magic. Eagles are four, eight, and one. Mm-hmm. So, so they could. It would be better if they went out. They're better than the other teams. Wouldn't that be interesting if they made it in? What if the Eagles make it in and Jalen Hurts goes on some crazy playoff so run? I was going to say, what, I mean, it's a, they're going to have to get some film on them and shit. Because yeah? they look like a brand new football team this Sunday. Yeah, it's a different move, man. It's, like I said, they're like, uh, their offense looks, reminds me of the Ravens. Yeah. Cowboys are 5-9, and nine, so they're technically still in it because of that shitty division. <laughs> uh, I don't even know why they have the... Carolina Panthers here at four and nine. They just need a lot of people to lose, and they have to win out. But I mean, aren't the Falcons also four and nine? Where are we? uh, Where are we? Why don't you put the Falcons in here, motherfuckers? You lose to the wrong teams. Yeah, I guess so. All right, so that's uh, that's the playoff picture. Hmm? Um, Most uh, the scariest team in AFC for me is the uh, Buffalo Bills, and the NFC I would say is the Packers. I I have to agree. I think the Bills are terrifying right now. And the Rams in a close second. Yeah. Wouldn't it be the Dolphins' luck that the Patriots go on a 20-year rampage of the league and then Buffalo starts a 20-year rampage? My adult son is going to be like, now is the time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I don't see it like that. Uh, It's going to be just fun. AFC East is going to be fun. I don't think Belichick's done. They had the worst luck with the COVID. Like mm. the AFC East could have been 
the NFC West of the AFC. Yeah, because they had a lot of guys opt out, too, yeah, right? Yeah, they had the most in the league. So I wouldn't even count Belichick out next year. Mm-mm. Don't think it's the end of an era there. No. So No, uh, I don't think so. Uh, let's do an origin, and then we get out of here. An uh, origin story. Yeah. Your buddy wrote a really long one. My boy Ken is a military homie of mine. We were in Turkey together. Shout out to Ken. There was Okay, so one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about this one is because in some ways I feel like it's the perfect... Like, it's like the perfect origin story mm. because it has, like, he talks about losing his father. Yeah. Right? So you got the emotional thing going on yeah, in the man. story. Uh, <clears throat> I can say that, you know... I still get a little teary-eyed when I watch the Georgia Bulldogs when they, you know, when they uh, they went to the national they went to the national championship the year after actually a few months after my father or no no it was the year it was the the season after my father died mm. uh, and I think I cried five or six times throughout that game just thinking uh, just thinking about how like you know yeah. watching them win the national championship in 1980 with my father which is the only time the bulldogs had ever won it and i was like god i can't believe he died before he saw it. and mm. then and then by the end of the game i was glad he was dead because then we blew <laughs> we, we blew the game <laughs> you know what i mean he didn't need to see this he didn't need to see that i was like oh thank god he was spared that that would have yeah. killed him for sure uh so yeah so there was that and then there was a real search right uh and there was also a lot of uh, pride in his origin story talking yeah. about you know, I and and I related to it a lot, obviously, because we're both you, your buddy and I are both from Atlanta. Yeah. And he mentions the the Olympics, which were in 1996, and yeah. how much pride he had in his city at the time. Uh, I felt, I guess, I felt pride in Atlanta at the time. I myself, that was as soon as the Olympics were over. That's the year. That's I moved from Atlanta. Oh wow. Um, because I was kind of over it. And uh, yeah. was ready to leave. But I was proud of how, I mean, I think Atlanta did a great job. And it was a really great time to be in Atlanta because there were a lot of amazing cultural events that were happening. They turned this um, downtown during the during the Olympics. They turned this old church into a temporary house of blues. Okay. Uh, and I saw some of the best concerts I've ever seen there. I saw Al oh, wow. Green. I saw James Brown. Uh, I mean, Shit. it was like, it was it was great. It was fantastic. And he also brought up like uh, something that's very specific to, well, it's mostly specific to the African-American community uh, in Atlanta, which was a big deal. It was this this festival called Freaknik. Okay, I, I can uh, relate to that. I remember that growing up. Yeah. and I, I didn't go. I never went to Freaknik, but I would hear people talk about it, like my uncles. And, it was uh, such go. a big deal, and it was uh, started by some students. We have, we have, I think we have three kind of, HBCUs. Really famous, like historically black colleges yeah. in in Atlanta. Um, you got Morehouse. You got uh, Spelman, Spelman for the and women. What's the other one? I think there's one more, uh, but probably. I can't think of it. I don't know them all. Racist. Who <laughs> 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 kidding? Uh, yeah. So yeah. So there was that, and what else did he? What? What? And then how did he manage to become a Falcons fan? Uh, well, he liked the Packers, and then right. his, uh, his uh, stepdad, right? Was he involved? Mm-hmm. Ste- right. There's the stepdad who he calls Pops. Mm-hmm. This is such a great story. For those of you who are on the Svenafel Pod group, you can go in there and read it, because it's in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad he posted it there. And he also included his, you know, irrational hatred of the New Orleans Saints. Irrational? So it, yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, the, I, In my opinion, I feel like sports— in some, it's a cliche, but sports in a lot of ways are a reflection of life. And the perfect mm. origin story, it should be emotional. It should be logical. It should be irrational. Mm-hmm. It should be all of that entwined into one. And yeah. he managed to get that all in there. Yeah. Um, Instead of doing his homework. Well, homework, it, well, I don't even. Uh, he's in college now. He's taking college courses. Oh, well, depending on the homework, this. it probably isn't going to do you any good. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I went no, to college. I'm that. not, I'm fine. Look at me. I turned out okay. <laughs> You know what I mean? No, he said that he wrote this instead of writing his paper. So this, shout will, out to him. this probably will help him to have written his paper. This is like <laughs> this is sort of yes. like the equivalent of like you know stretching before you go on the field. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. This is like a little warm up. I bet when he finished writing this origin story, he just ripped through that paper. Yeah, probably. I'll ask him. Anyway, I thought this was a great story. I loved how personal it was. I like how it kind of um, yeah, it almost felt like the it, it felt like the voiceover. To like a short film in a way. It was read by Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> Who else is going to read it? Of I was born in Atlanta. 
1980. <laughs> yeah. That was the beginning yeah. of my relationship with I think the Falcons. It's, it's very funny that it, it, yeah. He mentions uh, his favorite Falcon, big play, the, Ray Buchanan. Yeah, I remember Ray Buchanan. War number 34. I was going to say 34, yeah. Uh, and he, there's a part in there where uh, he was on the roof with other fans, and then they were going to tar it, uh-huh. and then they got a beer from the, the guy in charge. No, just <laughs> <laughs> that's from Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> that's a great scene as we looked up. His name is Andy. <laughs> yeah. And he also has this secret admission where he, you know, I admires the Ravens from mm-hmm. afar mm-hmm. in secret. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this this to read me. It. Read it, guys. Yeah, read this thing. I'm not. This one we're not going to read because it's too long. But it's a good one, and you should read it. And it has. I feel like it kind of. You know, because I feel like you're the same. Like, like I obviously I'm a Falcons fan. You're a, you're a Dolphins fan. Yeah. But then you have all these like kind of, uh, you know sort of secret side loves with other teams yeah. for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, you have like these, me and the Eagles. Yeah. I yeah. have a little thing with the Eagles. Me, I have it with the Packers. Yeah. Uh, I've always been suckered it's into the It's weird that you always also have it in the NFC, but I'll forgive you. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, for me, I actually just recently learned, I just assumed that the Georgia Bulldogs had that G logo first, but they didn't. Uh, the oh. Packers had it first. And it was Vince Dooley, the coach of the Bulldogs, who thought it was a good idea to switch. And he asked the Packers' permission, like, "Can do you mind if we use this?" I didn't even think about it. It's the same G. Yeah, it's very same similar. Same old G. It's very similar. Uh, nice. Prior to the G, the Bulldogs were just wearing a solid silver helmet. Okay. Um, mm. And the Packers said, "Yeah, sure, you can use it. It's fine. You can have it for free. It's not a big deal. You're a college. You don't make money. Now they make. <laughs> yeah. They talk about it as like, wow, if they had charged them for it, then wow, the Packers would be loaded." Uh, the Bulldogs make and that quite a bit goes, of money off of that G. <laughs> yeah, and that money goes to the community. Like, it's the Packers. Yeah. The city yeah. owns That's the always been one of the main reasons why. I, like. I think it's very, I think it's quite yeah. cool that the Packers are the only team that doesn't have, like, a single owner. Honor, yeah. uh, that they're owned by the fans. I, I think that's quite that's cool. That's great. I think every team should be like that. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, great that's, story. Uh, yeah, very great. Um, and we'll do, we'll do, uh, we'll pick another one. Please send your, uh, we'll pick another for next episode, but we encourage everyone to send in your origin stories. And there's no pressure. You don't have to have a story like Ken or a story like mine or Skip's. We just want to hear your story in your words. So, yeah, no pressure. And if you're Swedish, you can write it in Swedish. We understand Swedish and we'll uh, we'll uh, try to get through all of them at some point, you know. Mm. So keep sending them out, man. We appreciate everybody and your, uh, all your interactions, whether it be on Patreon or Facebook, Instagram, whatever. On Instagram, we're spinning for Weird thoughts, questions, whatever. Throw that shit in there, too. You know what I mean? Yeah, especially in the off-season. We're going to focus on getting to know everybody better, like Mm. the community better. So when there's no no actual games to talk about, so... Yeah, and uh, yeah, we'll reveal the results of Flip 'Em and Pick 'Em in the next episode because I left my notebook at home. Yeah, Yeah, we did this on the fly today. It's still fun. Yes, there's a downside to spontaneity, but, you know... And now I want to go get some food, man. I want some good food right now. Yeah, I'm hungry as shit. Let's go get some. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Well, uh, we'll see you guys on Thursday or oh, Friday. We'll see you on Friday after we'll, we'll record it Thursday. Whatever. Sure. Our episode's dropping on Friday, and uh, Patreon, you probably get something earlier. Mm. So uh, thank you guys so much. This has been uh, Jonathan Rollins. Skip me, Sarah. And uh, we'll see you next time. Later, y'all. Peace. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 